and welcome to Meet Me at the Museum. I'm actress, comedian, BT Edmondson, uh, and I'm in a dank alleyway with my sister, Freya. Hi, Hi. Freya. Hi. Oh, there's, there's a little dog going past, so he's making <laughs> yeah. some little grunting noises. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Hey, no worries. Um, so yeah, it's, it's I want to say Halloween season. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Um, and we're in a kind of spooky alleyway. There's a spooky house kind of looming over us with some vines, a lamp post that wouldn't be out of place in the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Cobbles. Cobbles. Uh, and this weirdly sets the scene for what we're doing today, doesn't it? Yeah. So we're going to the Ashmolean for a sorcery and witchcraft exhibition. Yeah, magic. Oh my God. Which is our favourite thing. Yeah. Because we're witches. Because we're secretly witches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have said actress, comedian, witch, yeah. Peter Edmondson. <laughs> We've been obsessed with witchcraft for quite a long time. Yeah. Since we were small children. Walking backwards looking at the moon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I remember like... dancing on the trampoline, holding hands, jumping around in circles. Yeah, and chanting something. Ch- yeah. Chanting. I can't remember what the chant was. Yeah. But I think that was mostly to try and scare our parents. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> quite morbid children. Yeah. I'm BT Edmondson, you're joining me and my sister, Freya, at the Ashmolean Museum in Oxford for Meet Me at the Museum. Um, so we're just on our way to the Spellbound exhibition at the Ashmolean, which is a temporary uh, exhibition, it's only on until January, but some of the items in the exhibition will be put back into the permanent collection there, which is humongous, uh, and other bits will be in other museums around Oxford, like the Pitt Rivers Museum. Um, I've heard incredible things about it. Yeah heard there might possibly be a witch in a jar always wanted to see one uh, of those I, I literally can't wait hope she's in a good mood <laughs> um we are here outside the ashmolean waiting for the enormous blue doors to open it's opening. oh my god they're opening how exciting hi hello <laughs> that was that was an climax. <laughs> i thought it'd be more creaking and more spookiness yeah. yeah but there wasn't <laughs> Yes. Oh, and there's a lady holding a dead chicken. Oh, yes, we do. And we've got our art passes as well. Ah, 50% off then. Hooray! <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, it's yeah. a massive heart. It is a massive With a stake in it. <gasps> of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, yeah. We should explain <laughs> that we grew up in Devon, which is quite a like mystical place. Yeah. Especially where we lived, because we were like in the wilderness. Really in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it um, was quite spooky sometimes. Yeah. In a, like, really old house. Creaky. Hundreds, hundreds of year old house. And there was definitely ghosts in there. Yeah. There still is. They're there. <laughs> I know it. Yes. Yeah. Well, there was that one time that I was... Because we used to share a bedroom. We had bunk beds. Yeah. Uh, but I was sleeping in the spare room because I'd... Uh, hurt my back (laughs) but I remember like you guys were knocking on the wall to me and I was knocking back so I was like what are they doing and you were going like knock 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 and I was like oh knock 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 this is so weird and then I woke up the next day I was like why were you knocking on my wall all night and you were like we weren't (laughs) I don't remember doing that I think that was Ella I think it must have been Ella who was doing it yeah yeah Ella's our other sister Ella is the the grand high witch of the Edmondson family she's uh, committed to the goth thing at a very young age. Yeah. Um, is a signed up member of the Satanist church. Yeah. Church of Satan. You sign up online and mm-hmm. you can never leave. You can never leave. 
so efficiently her children are now the spawn of Satan. Yeah. And they, Which makes sense, makes loads of sense. Yeah, they play it well. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's it's that? A, it's a witch in a jar. It's a witch in a jar. Come on. We've been reading about this. Here he is. It's sort of a silver, I want to say womanly shaped it vase. With a, with a sort of clay cork on top. And a little note on the side. Okay. Silvered and stoppered bottle. Said to contain a witch. Uh, obtained about 1915 from an old lady living in a village near Hove, Sussex. She remarked, There to there be, a, be witch a witch in it. it. And if you let it out... <laughs> There'll be a pack of trouble. A There'll be a pack of trouble. A pack of trouble. A peck of trouble. I watched a lot of horror films growing up. I actually went through a phase where me and my older sister, Ella, the Grand High Witch of our coven, um, used to watch The Sixth Sense every day after we came back from school for about two weeks. And it's got a twist in it that ruins the film. Like, if you know the twist, then uh, what's the point of watching it again? But yeah, watched it every day for about two weeks. Um, but I think there's something about that, the sort of wanting to see, you know, the ghosts and the, the like, dead little girls. And <laughs> I know that sounds really creepy, doesn't it? Oh, I'm such a creep. <laughs> I think I'm a creep. I think essentially I'm a creep. And that's why I love this stuff. Our two children, one seven years old and the other three in 20 weeks, both being in perfect health at the time of Ellen's threatening us, died within a fortnight or three weeks after she had threatened us. And within the same time, four of our bullocks died also. I verily believe that Alan Garrison bewitched my children to death. No photography. No photography. Come and see it for yourself. Oh, okay, first thing we're seeing. Uh, a ladder. Oh, I like this atmosphere. Do you worry about tempting fate? Yes. All Will you walk under the ladder? Oh my God, that's what it is. Yeah, I never walk under ladders. Like, just, just the chance I'm that it is do really it. bad. Like, don't do it, Freya, don't do it! <laughs> oh my god, she's doing it! How do you feel? I think I'm okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll he see did how it! The day goes. I can't do that. I, I, it feels like there's a force field Go. there. No! Uh. <laughs> oh god, something bad's gonna happen, something bad's gonna happen. She pushed me under the ladder. Yeah. Freya just pushed me under the ladder. Like a good sister. Do little rituals make you feel less anxious? Yes. Yes, we were they just do. saying this. Because, um, I, I mean, a ritual essentially can be anything from, you know, something mystic yeah. to literally putting your makeup on. Yeah. And it's a way of, like, controlling life <laughs> or feeling like you have control of life. Yeah. So, I like, for instance, I would put some. Um, you might pierce thorns. a toad with thorns, like they've <laughs> you done might, here, just to make yourself feel a bit better. <laughs> like they did in Somerset in 1892. I feel like. I'm quite a cynical person in terms of believing in, like, ghosts and witchcraft and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in reality, I'm quite superstitious. I, I, I probably would like it to be real. <laughs> I think like, that's I, the I would thing like that most people... Real. I think it's, like, it's more... I guess it's kind of like religion in a way. Like, you yeah. want something to be real so much because, like, I know part of the reason I love the idea of, like, magic and witchcraft and all this kind of stuff mm. it's like being so bored by the idea that there the is, is nothing normal yeah. yeah and it is yeah but then part of what i like about you know kind of general paganism and things like that is doing like little rituals even like i 
you know, use smudge sticks and smudge my house with sage and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's more of a kind of meditative thing. Right. And it's more just for like your sort of personal peace of mind rather than like getting yeah. rid of evil spirits. Yeah. It's like it's getting a, rid of the like dust in your head. Exactly. It just feels like a nice thing to do. Yeah. That's what I think most like, you know, call so, them rituals, whatever. Most things like that are, they're just a kind of manifestation of because yeah, in a way your head. yoga is witchcraft <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd much rather light some sage yeah. and walk around my house with it <laughs> yeah you know i have to think about your brain there is also the inside there. something you can say while you do it which i don't oh but sometimes i do <laughs> which is this is when you're doing it like over your body okay so you start with the sage at the top of your head and you yeah. like roll it down your body yeah and you say oh no i'm too embarrassed <laughs> say it, say it, say it. you say I think it's earth, air, fire, water, <laughs> cleanse, dismiss, dispel. <laughs> so that's what you're meant to say when you do oh, it. I really like the idea of you walking around your flat and saying um, that to yourself. But I don't say it, but I do think it. Mm, yes. Next question. I guess. Do you believe in mysterious forces? Hmm, this is a tricky one. I think asking these questions makes me think, like, thinking about that ladder... And it says, do you worry about tempting fate? I, I wouldn't want to. Maybe I, so maybe I am more... But I feel like I'm not superstitious. I'm just like, why would I tempt fate? <laughs> well, exactly. Like it says here on the wall, you are thinking magically. I am thinking magically. So there's probably a lot of sceptics out there that actually think a lot more magically than they, they think that they think they actually. Think. <laughs> Touch an image in the jukebox to activate a different part of the relationship between the body and the cosmos. Fragments of medieval melody, the rhythms of the human body, cosmic proportions, moods and emotions, or the devil himself. Oh my god, you should do like a David Attenborough <laughs> style, like... Wait, oh, I touched this angel and something happened, hang on. There we go. Oh, that, that angel's now singing, now that angel's singing... Hi, I'm Beatty. Hello, Hi. I'm uh, Zara, the director of Hi, and this is my sister Hi, Freya. Freya. Hi, nice Freya. to meet you. Very nice to meet you. Um, just admiring your wonderful collection. Uh, and we were just saying we were huge fans of witchcraft and sort of sorcery when we were kids. Yeah. We used to do spells and stuff in our we garden. Yeah. We did do spells. Yes. Okay, so, yes. so is some of this familiar? <laughs> or you haven't seen enough um, of it yet? I haven't stuck nails in any hearts before. No, no, but we did, we, we recognised the, the figure with the nails in it. Yeah. So what, what have you been looking at so far? Or... Um, well, our favourite thing probably is the witch in the jar. How does one put her in there? <laughs> well, we don't know the answer to that question. Of course, we also don't know whether she's still in there, but we right. presume she is. Uh, um, so you haven't, like, scanned it or anything? Or, no, uh, actually, I don't think... It, so it belongs to the Pitt Rivers Museum, mm, so yeah. one of the other museums in Oxford, and they assure me that no-one has opened it, clearly, yeah. because yeah. there would be a Just peck scared. of trouble if, uh, <laughs> if they did. Just a peck. Um, <laughs> so we've heard that you are a magician. Well, I'm not. Uh, no, I am a conjurer. I think there is. Uh, oh, there is that's better. Uh, well, yeah, that's it's so not better. better. I'm not. Uh, no, it is very feeble and entirely. Um, yes, far less profound, shall we say, than anything going on in this so what exhibition. Does conjuring like it, it entail? It means tricks. 
Um, I'm afraid it means tricks. So, uh, so no, I, I fiddle about with um, with packs of cards and bits and pieces. But um, I mean, I've always loved magic from from childhood yeah. on. Actually, I'm incredibly gullible as well, which is one of the reasons that I enjoy doing it. And I suppose if there is a link, it is that sense that things are possible uh, and magical thinking which is what this exhibition is all about this idea that we actually need to feel that we can have some control of the world beyond us is runs very very deep so we're standing in a little alcove which is sort of simulating a chimney we've got a little chimney back there and then you look up oh my god and it's like looking into a black dark space but there's sort of pockets of light with little objects on perspex shelves and stuff sort of just hanging from the ceiling so it's where they would have where they would have actually found the objects hidden in people's chimneys yeah. is that a horse oh, jaw yeah that it looks is like a it. horse jaw i'm yeah. very impressed I've that got, you i've got a horse skull in my flat <laughs> <laughs> oh and a little shoe oh a tiny shoe oh and a big shoe so what is the, the meaning of these things being up here? Well, Were I, they found in a chimney? A very good question. So everything in this room actually was found either in cavities in walls or up wow. chimneys or under floorboards. Um, and so, and the fact is we don't know mm. in many instances why on earth they are there. So some of them were clearly put there with ritual and particular purpose, yeah. but others may just be up there by accident. Um, but there are some that are very clearly part of a ritual, and yeah. um, there are some around the corner here. <gasps> oh, my God, a cat. A mummified cat. <gasps> so, wow, and a rat. They look like they're sleeping. Yeah, it looks like one of those cats that doesn't have any hair. Yeah, sleeping, but... A sleeping cat. But... but. <laughs> Like, it looks like rotted my friend away. Cat. <laughs> they look like they've been embalmed. So this was found under some floorboards near a fireplace um, in a, an old house. If you'd found just the cat, you might have thought it got trapped there by accident. If you'd found just a rat, maybe you would have thought the same thing. But the fact that there were two, these two animals were placed in this kind of relationship, one next to the other, does suggest that this is they were placed there with a very particular purpose, um, and probably some kind of sympathetic magic. The idea that if this cat and rat are permanently chasing each other, or rather the cat is permanently chasing the rat, that that will keep rats away. I mean, so this is fairly mundane stuff, I think. It's just about pest control. Um, You've got mice, haven't you? Should give it a try. Yeah, should I, should I bury some dead animals yeah. and see if it helps? We used to live in the flat that she lives in now and we did lose a hamster that got lost in the walls somewhere the that wall. never, um, never turned up. So we can not, that. not place there ritually then, no. No, no. Uh, I think we should address um, your bone collecting. My bone collecting <laughs> habit. Your bone collecting Addiction, habit. one might call it. I, which I remember starting very young. Like... Really? Uh, yeah, because I think our mum used to bring back sheep skulls for you from the moor when you were little. I don't think I think that I started you... happening more recently. Oh, not... maybe. Uh. I remember keeping, finding things and wanting to keep them, like yeah. small dead animals. Yes. <laughs> um, and I remember the first time I thought about wanting to keep something that was dead was when our dog had puppies and one of them died and I wanted to keep the dead one at the end of my bed 
I wasn't allowed to do that. No, obviously. no. Just, just to be clear, you were how old? Oh, I like six, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, but recently, because you're a fashion designer, you make your own jewels out of well, bones. yeah. I, at uni, I I made jewelry out of bones, and That's I do disgusting. find skulls on Dartmoor and boil them up yeah. and keep them. And you do also have a bird skull in your car. I do. It's <laughs> lucky. <laughs> oh, I mean, first, look to the side. Oh, God. It's a heart. It's a, well, it looks now black as tar. It's got two big nails through it's it. It's like a very old brownie. It does. <laughs> I would not eat that brownie. <laughs> Mostly because of the nails. Is that a human? No, that's too big. No, is that a human heart? Yeah. Um, no, it's a, it's a bull heart. Oh, it's right. a cow's heart. And there's a sheep's heart up there as well. Oh, oh. oh. Um, that oh. one's spiky. It's got so many nails oh in it. Oh my god. That's a lot of nails. Wow. So this is, uh, we actually know quite a lot about this sort of, um, well, this ritual, mm-hmm. which is again around if, you are, if you're concerned that your cows died or your sheep's died, mm-hmm. and, and at the time one might often suspect that it was because it was being bewitched, that a, a witch had somehow killed your livestock, <laughs> on which your livelihood uh, depended. Mm-hmm. And so it was fantastically important to to protect yourself against the witch mm. so that the rest of your herd or flock didn't go the same way. And so what one would do is take the heart and go to your home, which you wish to protect against the witch, mm. um, seal up all the doors, seal up the keyholes, and uh, make sure all the windows were shut, and then take the heart and hammer nails or thorns through it. And then place it in the most vulnerable place in the home, which is the chimney. Yeah. I mean, it's always open. It's yeah. how far the Christmas gets here, but it's also yeah. how the witches do as well. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why these objects were placed up there. And at the same time, by hammering a nail through a bewitched heart, you were, the witch mm. herself would feel extraordinary pain. and yeah. feel So it's sort of sympathetic magic, but also, yes, protecting your home and your, uh, yourself against the attack yeah. of the witch. Okay, most of the pierced hearts we know of that can be dated are 19th century. Oh, wow. I, I know, so we're not, talking, we're not talking ancient witchcraft here. We're really edging towards the modern, the modern yeah. world. Wow. Yeah, That's I was really thinking unexpected. like 1600s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and in fact, as a ritual, it's not, we don't know about it at all until the late 18th century. Wow. So, again, it is much, much later than you might imagine. It's post all the witch crazes of the uh, 16th and 17th yeah. centuries. Yeah. But it shows, you know, that ideas of uh, witchcraft and magic, you know, continue pretty much unabated as they do today. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Obligatory look around the gift shop, I think. Yeah. Got to be done. Love a gift shop. I'm already seeing pentagrams and I'm in love. Fairy tales. Spells. (gasps) A book of spells. Oh my god. The encyclopedia of 5,000 spells. Oh my god. We need it. Come on. Get engaged spell. (laughs) You've already done that, mate. Yeah. Did you ever like do, do like spells and stuff when you were younger? Like, I used to try and do spells to for my bad skin. How sad oh is that? Oh my god, Beatty! 
What was the spell? It was like, it was, it was basically like a face wash. <laughs> it was like put tea tree oil on your face, and I was witch like, witch hazel. Well, yeah, witch hazel. <laughs> there is something about like creepy, horrifying things that is also like delicious. Yeah, <laughs> and also like I don't know, I'm a real fantasist as well, so I love the idea that things have magical powers. <laughs> Or like, oh yeah. Like, I feel like it's it's dissipated as I've got older, but oh, mine's oh. grown ever stronger. I tell myself that I've grown out of it, and that I am quite a sort of you know sensible, sort of cynical non-believer in ghosts and stuff. But do you know what? If you put me in a haunted house for the night, I'd be terrified. I won't walk under a ladder. I won't walk over three drains. I will um, salute a magpie if he's on his own. <laughs> Which is so weird. <sighs> so this is the Discovery of Witches book owned by... Oh, what's his no, name again? Writ- the Witchfinder General? Written by. Written by. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, written, written, written by, by the Witchfinder General, Matthew Hopkins. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And there's an illustration of him. Oh, that's a bit... Mm, he had a bit of an ego, didn't he? Yeah. Drew a picture of himself yeah. finding a witch and she's naming all her familiars and she's saying, My imp's names are <laughs> Illabowser, Piewacket, Jamara, Jamara, Sack and Sugar, Muse, Peck in the Crown, Grizzle Grigat, and Vinegar Tom. <laughs> I like that it also Tom. says, By Matthew Hopkins, Witchfinder, for the benefit of the whole kingdom. Yeah, oh my god, what an idiot. I can't we haven't the last really time. been to museums together that much. No, it was weird because we lived together for ages. Yeah, we did. It's just we not like went. I go to most stuff with my husband, I guess, because he's like a nerd. <laughs> no, <I'm> joking. <laughs> he is a nerd, but he's got uh, he's got a classics degree, so he loves a museum. Yeah, but to, to be he uh, he annoys me slightly because he has to read every single bit of writing in right. the museum and I'm like oh god I've looked at that yeah I mean luckily he doesn't speak Latin otherwise <laughs> he would be reading and translating all of that yeah I mean obviously a very interesting person to go around a museum with yeah just wish he'd go faster <laughs> <laughs> I always forget sometimes to like invite someone to go to something with me yeah and actually it's really nice to share yeah it's nice to share, isn't it? It's lovely to share. It's lovely. We love sharing. Just knock the clothes out of my room. No, stop <laughs> taking my things and wearing them. That's my scarf. <laughs> Freya is a serial stealer. I'm a stealer. That's great. I know. Amazing. I love it. I, just... My favourite exhibition ever? Is it? Maybe. Maybe it's mine as well. Yeah. I've never been to one like this. No, it felt like a original and... We're just saying that it's usually things like this are just like tucked away somewhere really specific and not... Yeah. not in a big not museum. Not celebrated in a, in a proper... Yeah. Not given the respect it deserves. Yes. Although I do love those little specialist museums. Yeah. You need them. But, but I feel like we need to go and... Uh, Debrief. Debrief in a pub, probably. Yeah, definitely in a pub. <laughs> Yoldy pub. Yoldy pub. Luckily, we're in Oxford where there's loads. Many Yoldy pubs. <laughs> pub. Pub. <Pub-boo. laughs> so we're here at the White Horse for a, mm-hmm. a spot of lunch. A debrief. I'm drinking Witch Otter. Of course Which you are. is from Otter. 
Yeah. Which is in Devon, which is the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've been told there's a little bit of uh, history to this pub. What do you What do you think it is? Well, I'm gonna. I don't know. I feel like it. Is this pub haunted by a witch? Is this pub cursed by a witch? <gasps> what um, does this say? When renovating the first floor kitchen after a fire broke out in 1980, a witch's broom was discovered concealed in the wall. <gasps> oh my god! For fear of superstition, no one would touch the broom, so they simply left it there it's still and boarded there. it up where it remains to this very day. <gasps> what? There must be jars under it. Oh, there must be. I mean, why else would you board up a witch's broom? It's behind us. Oh my god. Hello. Hello. Spirit. Spirit the room. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I like so what I found what I like about that and why I think people who wouldn't necessarily think they're into like witchcraft and things. Yeah. Why I think it'd be good is because it makes you kind of analyze in a nice way like the everyday rituals that you actually perform yeah. that you don't ever like, associate. I just did. I just went touch wood. Which Did is you? a witch thing. And like, which you don't ever associate with, like, you know, magic or anything. But mm. but you, I think everyone is more superstitious than, than they, they really think. think. Yeah, definitely. And like, so it, it was good because it's got this, like, whole sort of breadth of, like, really kind of gory witchiness. Mm. And, but, when, but then you then understand that it's just people, everyday people, just protecting themselves or protecting yeah. their home or you in know a, in a time when they didn't have you know yeah. science the science we have now or the explanations for things and they know, just thought oh god i'm everyone's getting sick it must be the devil yeah. or a witch but even like the cat that's buried with the the rat and yeah how it's literally because they just want to get rid of their rat problem they'll do anything <laughs> yeah it kind of <laughs> makes you realize how every day rituals and mm. and things that we find so strange now like how yeah. normal it must have been i do think i might like have a dream about the the chim the chimneys the and chimneys. the fireplaces yeah. and looking up and seeing all those things above you yeah especially that one heart that had so many nails in it looked like a bobbly heart oh it was weird Ugh. The, the 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 witch in the jar like it's just such yeah. a beautiful object just it in is. its own Right. Yeah. And the little tiny note with the tiny writing. It's like something from Alice in Wonderland. It is, yeah. If you open that, then <laughs> please it'll be a don't peck open of trouble. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get a peck of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Now we're going to go back to London and probably watch a film with Lady Gaga in it. <laughs> yeah. Not a horror film, very much a romance film. We should have seen a Halloween film. Yeah. Like, like Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Key change. And when it's that high, you can't really tell the key change. Yes, you can. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. This has been BT Edmondson. Thanks for listening to me and my sister Freya at the Ashmolean Museum. If you liked this episode of the podcast, please rate, subscribe, or tell a friend. Or a witch. I don't know. And don't forget, if you've got a National Art Pass, you can get free entry or discounts on museums all around the country. Bye!